Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Corner 3. I'm Bailey. I'm Andy. I'm Anthony. Oh, I'm Anthony. <laughs> I'm Anthony. <laughs> no? Which oh, one's the real Anthony? Oh, man. Great start, uh, guys. Yep. <laughs> Off to a great start. This is The Corner 3. So, uh, Andy, what are we talking about this week? Well, it's a very special week. Because finally, the NBA playoffs are back. Insert so we applause. Got... Whoa! Oh, whoa. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the playoffs. Uh, we're going to preview some of the series that we're super excited about. Uh, we're going to talk about the play-in a little bit more. Uh, we finally got the seedings and the play-in set. Who we think is going to win the play-in tourney. Who we think... Uh, maybe we'll have some upsets in the first round. Um, and then we're going to make this personal and we're going to talk about, uh, our teams. Two out of three of our teams are guaranteed to make the playoffs this, uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> nice. this year. I see, I see, I see the way this I see how this is going, guys. Uh, and then we'll talk about what's the problem with the playing tournament, which will probably just give ants a, uh, a chance to vent a little bit about it. Um, <laughs> 100%. Exactly. But before we get into that, let's talk about our low light of the week, which is the low light of the last week, which was <laughs> Ant reacting to the Lakers playing terribly. Oh, we guys, trashed on a little bit. Guys, and to be fair, I'm able to defend myself today. To be fair, I want to say one yeah. thing, though. Apparently, maybe Frank Vogel or somebody on the Lakers listens to our podcast. Does. Because... <laughs> They responded very well to our criticism of winning. That was, that was our last loss. Winning right? out their last five games. So mm-hmm. clearly, somebody in the Lakers organization is listening and decided, you know what, we got to show these guys who the Lakers are. But yeah. uh, Ant, what do you what do you think of uh, what we yeah, said? That, last was, that was definitely a low light of Toronto. I I can't lie to you. I'm not gonna try to gloss over that that's definitely a low light you know you lose Toronto and everyone's you barely you barely score a basket against Toronto it's just that's tough but once again um we're gradually starting to look like ourselves again um with starters starting to come back and etc and we're undefeated now granted we're playing the scariest man in the NBA right now undefeated but we've done this before and also um if we lose, we just – we got one more play-in, which is actually, to me, would be a little bit of a better location considering the fact that the Jazz just doesn't seem like a Jazz right now as much so. So that could possibly be a help for us. But at this moment, yeah, we it, it's, it's going to be tough. Let's, let's see. If we lose, we play – do we play the Jazz? Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm double-checking. Yeah. If you lose the first play-in and then you win the second, which second. you would win the second – you would play the Jazz, yeah. Right. Suns, if you want. So, what's the what's the ideal scenario for you there? I'd rather play the Jazz than the Suns. So, truthfully, if Curry goes crazy and wins the game, that's not the worst scenario. If we win the second game, okay, we get to play the Jazz, which is a great spot to play. I mean, considering I mean, look at the Clippers; they're basically doing it. They're, they've found a way to not play the Lakers. So. <laughs> How funny would it be though if if the Lakers do drop the first game 
And then that would put them for a potential second round matchup for the Clippers, as much as they've tried to run away from that scenario. <laughs> exactly right. That would be hilarious. Can I, I will say this though, like, I guess we're starting on a highlight against the Lakers because we went undefeated since, you know what I'm saying? Like, can we, can we speak about that? Like, can we get, you know, some type of appreciation for going undefeated? I mean, we've had the toughest time that a good team has had this entire season. Everyone has been hurt. We've been playing injured for most of the season. It's just, it has not really been any leadership star role. That's just been, it's been vacant for a very long period of time. So for us to survive is good, but man, like oof, if we could get LeBron or AD just a little back a little bit earlier, it would have been great. But hey, shows how shows that we have ability that we go undefeated with just a glimpse of AD or LeBron at times. So. I agree. I I if the Lakers, I'll make this promise. We're going to do another little Andy guarantee. Uh, if the Lakers win the finals this year, and I will eat my own words. Some of the players can come on the podcast, and I will apologize to them on the podcast. Uh, oh, my God. You know? <laughs> Guys, you hear what i got to deal with? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. But, hey, we'll see. I mean, I can't really – hey, been, I've been surprised before, but I can't really see the Lakers lose twice in a row with that much on the line. Yeah. Um, if the Lakers were the number one seed right now, I would still think the play-in is it's kind of dumb to me, but hey, we'll, we'll talk about that one it. later. We'll you talk know? about that one later. <laughs> Hot so take, guys. About, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hop on to these playoff matchups. We got the seating sets. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey, is there any uh, any matchups in the first round you were particularly looking forward to? That we should be looking well, out for. Let's say out of the out of the four that are set in both conferences because of the plan i'd say looking at those four i'm probably most excited to watch denver and portland mm-hmm. i think those are that's going to be a really good matchup and i think that's going to be uh i'm pulling for the upset for portland <coughs> uh seating wise at least but uh i think that's going to be we're going to see a lot of dame time there and we're going to see a lot of excitement but don't count out the joker Mm. Yeah, Jokic. And any, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. I think this is a. I think this is such a unique year. You said you're pulling for the the upset. I think when you look at the West, especially with likely the Warriors and Lakers both coming in being the uh, quote unquote underdog in their playoff series, it wouldn't be shocking to see every every West team upset. I don't think. I don't think that's that's not out of the picture. Which is kind of crazy looking at this year, especially if you have a. Lakers Suns matchup and a Warriors Jazz matchup. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting playoffs over in the West. I think so too. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I want to see Dallas and uh, Clippers go at it. I think that'd be a mm. fun game to watch. To be honest with you. Um, yeah, I think it would just be a fun game to watch. I, I feel like the Clippers have a lot to prove to Dallas and uh, yeah, I feel like it's, it's good. I think that's just a good showtime game. And I mean, to, I don't know if this really counts, but another game that I really like, I really am looking forward to is uh, uh, see how Bradley Bill and Russell respond mm. while being in this uh, 
the situation they're in. So I, I would like to see how they mm. how they respond in this situation, man. So, but yeah, that's those are the few. That's the one game that I'm, I'm ready to see, and also Dallas, the the series is Dallas and the Clippers for me. Yeah. Okay. So circling back to the Dallas Clippers series, uh, do you think you guys think we'll see a playoff P making it or pandemic P? Uh, make an appearance again this year. We know last year in the playoffs, he was kind of a no-show in the playoffs, wasn't supporting his team too much. What do you expect out of Paul George for the Clippers this this uh, postseason? Oh, I see a whole different Paul George. I think uh, I think the Clippers have a little bit more of an identity now um, in this year. Uh, I think Paul George really stands out as their scorer, you know, their killer. Um, for their team and I feel like also I think you know sometimes I think the the bubble had a lot to do with the, the way some players mm-hmm. um, some players kind of fell through and some people just exceeded even more so than what we thought you look at Jamal, Jamal Murray yeah. how he had just exceeded you look at how Paul George just kind of fell by the wayside in that situation and I feel like now uh, Paul George been, he's a seasoned player you know, I don't see him having two playoffs like that in a row. Um, I think he's going to do a very good job, especially with Dallas not being a, a great defensive team. So it's going to allow him to really get in his rhythm. And if he can get through, then it, it will allow him to be in his rhythm for the next series as well. Yeah, I definitely think he'll be he'll look a, a lot different from what we saw uh, in the bubble. I think that just kind of got in his head for whatever reason he – uh, wasn't able to really perform to his best. Um, but I, what I'd like to see from him uh, in the playoffs is to to step it up a little bit defensively. I think when I think of Paul George, at least Paul George in uh, Indiana and OKC was um, a decent to above average uh, defensive player, in my opinion. So I, I'd like to see him kind of return to that. I haven't seen too much of that recently. Uh, this season that I can recall. So I'd like to see see him step up his defense a little bit and uh, kind of hold down the floor in that case. I'll hold my thoughts on the Dallas side of it for a little a little later in it. So I have, uh, yeah. obviously, all the thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Exactly. It, to, to go back to the statement of him being a defensive player, I think Paul George is – I think Paul George has went – a little bit lower on defense due to the fact of his, you know, I think he has a lot more scoring on his hands with the Clippers than what he's used to. Um, but I will say, like, in Indiana, even in OKC, he was a – he's definitely not an average defender. If, if Paul George is guarding you, it's a tough game. It's not going to be easy. So I think Paul George still has it in him. I think a lot of times when it comes to being – um, the Clippers, they play a lot of games not healthy, not with their full personnel. So it's a, it does get a little bit tougher to defend and to <laughs> have all the offense <laughs> resting on your head. So that gets a little a little tough. But I think at some point, like, it's gonna, his defense is going to shine again because he's a great defensive player. I agree. Here's a uh... – Here's a playoff series that I'm looking forward to. Not necessarily because of the level of basketball being played, but I feel like this one's a feel-good story. Uh, for all those with a soft heart in our listening audience, the Knicks and Hawks 
<laughs> Look at us. Look at us. We made it. That's uh, that's the yeah. Knicks and Hawks looking at each other right now. <laughs> yep. I think it's a beautiful thing in the current NBA that it's a guarantee that either the Knicks or the Hawks will make it to the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> Very true. That's true. That's true. Uh, especially for these franchises, like these these uh, fan bases for these franchises. I think it's amazing. I think like, you know, Knicks haven't been good for, you know, ever. And <laughs> the Hawks, the Hawks that, you know, most years <clears throat> aren't doing, aren't doing good. These are teams that haven't been in the playoffs for a while. I think for one of these teams, for their fan base, who, who does have loyal fan bases to make it to the second round, I think is an awesome thing. I think it's a good thing, you know, spread the love. <laughs> no, definitely exciting for both of them, especially, I mean, uh was it our first episode or or one of our first couple of episodes uh i definitely went in hard on the hawks and was yeah. not uh, uh did not have much faith in them at all so uh props to them uh maybe we got somebody in atlanta listening to <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah they they really pulled together after the coach switch and uh rallied to to earn their place where they're at the Knicks, man, they're just playing their heart out. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think the Knicks can win their first playoff appearance in a while. Mm-hmm. It's it's woof. Who do you guys coming, Knicks fans? Long who do you time. guys think uh, wins that series? Then uh, I think it's the Knicks. How many games? I think they go five. Oof. I got Knicks and six. Knicks and six. I was thinking the same thing. I don't. Yeah. I agree. I love these Knicks. Like, I think it's really hard not to like them this year. I think at the beginning of the year, I was skeptical and I did not like them. And same thing with the Hawks and with with Derrick Rose, Julius Randle, and uh, R.J. Barrett at the helm. I, I think it's hard. I, I feel like it's hard not to root for these Knicks right now. <laughs> yeah, and I think they have. I think the Knicks have a lot of playoff experience, a lot of uh, you know veterans on their team, and mixture with a uh, very hungry star on their team i think it's just to me it's a well-rounded playoff team to win against atlanta um even though they haven't been to the playoffs in a while they aren't young they're not a young team so i think it's gonna be tough for atlanta with uh these guys who don't have as much experience and they're young it's just gonna be like i don't i i wouldn't bet on Atlanta, but hey I've been surprised a bunch this year, so hey, I'm not gonna count them out either. I I, I think who guards Julius Randle? He's been a absolute Oof. monster this season. I don't want to face him. I feel like no. <laughs> will Will he get better than this? Will he even have a season this good? Who knows? But undoubtedly, no one can deny the fact that he's been a monster this season. That's a fact. That's true. I mean, and to me, I look at Julius Randle and I'm like how unstoppable he is now that he's been able to spread the floor better. Yeah. Um, and I just think all I can think about is looking at him. It's like how unstoppable Giannis could be if he could spread the floor. That's all I can think about. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Julius is a great player, but Giannis is a different tier level. Mm-hmm. And he's doing this, not spreading the floor <laughs> that well. I was just like, man, if he could really shoot, NBA's game over, over, guys. Yeah, game over. Yeah. 
<laughs> even even if he just had like a solid corner three, he hasn't got to be dropping from every single spot around the uh, three point line. But if he had just a solid corner three, nice. that's a totally different way, game. Way to put in the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Name drop. <laughs> Real quick. Uh, so, guys, we're talking a little bit of the uh, the play in. I feel like that's that's got some good stuff coming. There's a lot of good teams in the play in this year. What, what's right. your thoughts on on we're how the play in? We're saving my rent, right? Let's, yep. Let's, yeah. Let's no, that's saving your rent. Still later. Okay. Let's we're talk. Let's talk sure. East play in first. Let's talk East <laughs> side yep. play in. That's happening tonight. This should go up just before that begins. I just, I'm sorry. I just really wouldn't want to beat Boston right now. Oof. No. It's going to be a tough one. Um, don't, don't get me wrong. Tatum is uh, the smoothest, one of the smoothest players in the game. He just, <laughs> he just always seems equipped for whatever situation. But Washington is hungry and they're fighters. And Bill and Westbrook are of the same breed when it comes to just attacking and relentlessly trying to win. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know if Boston. It's going to be tough for Boston to pull that one off. It's just going to be tough. You have two suit, you know, dogs that's you know who's who's going at you. It's going to be tough. Yeah. And Boston, you never really know what Boston you're going to get on any other day. It could be. <laughs> It can be a Boston that looks like their top three teams in the East, or you can get a Boston that looks like they're the bottom three teams in the East. You really have no clue. So. Yeah, I think that's the scariest thing because um, the Wizards are coming in hot and have been killing it as of late. But the Celtics, like you said, they're just so inconsistent that you don't know who's going to show up when. You don't know how they're going to uh, get the W. So at least for this first game, I'm I'm taking the Wizards for sure, just because the momentum is all in their favor, in my opinion. I'll say this. I agree. And I think it's in the uh, best interest of the Celtics to lose the first game. Mm. If you lose the first game, and I, I think matchup-wise, we don't want to see the Celtics lose the first game. I want to see Washington play the Nets. I do. That would be amazing. I want to see Washington play the Nets, and then Restore peace in the universe, Celtics 76ers. The matchup every year. We see it every year. <laughs> but I think, yeah, you absolutely, if you're Boston, you don't want to face the Nets in the first round. I'd rather go take the uh, take the easy road of uh, playing the Sixers. Yeah, that's what's crazy. That's the easy road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> easy road. <laughs> oh, man. Who takes um, the uh, second game tonight? Who takes – or uh, – not second game, but the, nine, 10, the other game. Yeah. You know, Charlotte to be honest Pacers. with you, I, I wish I had a hot – I just really don't – I don't know. I don't have a hot take on that one. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte's – you know, they're pretty good. They're, they can sneak a win on you. Um, Indiana, uh, when it comes to Indiana, I, I think they're also very – Levert's playing very good basketball. So, I feel like – if I was to, if I had to pick, I'd probably choose Indiana to get the win. Um, but I really don't want to count out the Charlotte Hornets. It's a very to me an even <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Is there one uh who do you think could beat either the Wizards or the Celtics if they won? 
because right the the winner of Indiana. the Horners Pacers I would say Indiana. Pacers games plays the loser of right. uh, the second game exactly tonight. I would say Indiana I don't see Charlotte on the tier level of the way the Washington Wizards are playing on the way that Boston Celtics are playing right now Washington Wizards started off terrible but they have put it together and they they're flying I don't see Charlotte stopping that um which is not really a, a notable defensive team. They're not notable in a, a lot of categories to stop two very, you know, very tough players, um, two all-star caliber players. Uh, Charlotte, I don't think they can do it. Indiana has a grit about them that I think they could get a win. Boston, same way. That I don't think – Boston has too much firepower to meet for Charlotte. So, Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I think Indiana wins the first game. Yeah, I don't think either this would be a very disappointing season if Boston dropped the first game and then lost to either the Pacers or or the Hornets. If you drop that far, that is rough because <laughs> you should not. The Wizards, like Ant was saying, the seventh and eighth seed, the Wizards and Celtics should not be losing to this uh, this uh, nine ten seed here. There's a there's a drop off. There's a definite drop off. I don't yeah. disagree with you, but I also. I'm not saying it's impossible. If if Boston oh. loses and faces the Pacers, uh, they could struggle potentially. <clears throat> yeah, this reminds you of like a good NCAA March Madness, right? You can just mm-hmm. be the better team and have a bad game. Exactly. <laughs> and any team can beat you. So it's it's yeah, I, I agree, but I, I don't really the way the league is so player driven, I can't see either team from the Boston or or uh, from the Wizards, whoever loses, losing to that the, a team that's a clear drop-off. I just can't see it. Yeah. It's also My. super disappointing for uh, for not a- anybody besides Sixers fans. Because if they were to play the, the Sixers, it's like the Sixers who have been beast this year versus the Pacers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that series. That is true. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So then how about uh, looking in the West? are uh same playing story. matchups there Lakers Warriors same. is going to be a fantastic game oh it's going to be a good game but I'm going to be honest with you it's the same story for me in the west I, I don't see I don't see the, the the any loser from the Golden State or Los Angeles it's going to be the second game that's what I see I don't really see there being a a huge upset when it comes to that but hey once again <laughs> Been surprised before, you know, anything can happen, but I don't really see that happening. I Curry, it's been on, on a tangent. So if they were to lose to the Lakers, I can't see Memphis had a Memphis played them the other night and there was no, <laughs> there was, there was no answer <laughs> for that man. Didn't go there was their way. Nothing they could do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and San Antonio to me is just you know a step lower than that. So I don't really see. Uh, yeah, I can't really see it happening. To be honest. With you. Yeah, these are the Lakers and Warriors are teams that are title winning teams that have had struggles, so they have low win percentages this year. Mm-hmm. And the Grizzlies and Spurs are teams that belong really in the nine and ten seed. <laughs> really don't have a lot of talent, but have played a little above average for how their team is. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get into our teams then. How about that? 
Um, Andy, why don't you start us off? Playoff series, you got the Clippers versus the Mavs. Yeah, uh, which I'm super excited for this. I will say I'm a little disappointed um, because of all the shuffling their people tried to to do. The Clippers lost their last game. Which you think they did it on purpose? purpose? They might be. I think that I think you'd want to play the Mavs versus the Blazers, especially with with Bane. You know, but uh, I do think they lost it on purpose to the Thunder, or else Mavs would have played the Nuggets, which would have been a great series for the Mavs. I feel like. But I'm also not upset about the Clippers. Uh, Clippers last Mavs series last year was was good. It was a good series. Um, and I'll say this: I think it's a little more even out. I think last year it was pretty clear cut that the Clippers were going to going to win it, and the Mavs weren't going to do anything about it. Mavs won two games. It was pretty exciting. Uh, the Clippers this year do not have Lou Williams. Uh, they do not have Montrez Harrell. Uh, there's one other player that they've lost. I'm losing it right now. Um, and then this year, Mavs, you add a little more defense in with, with Josh Richardson and hopefully have a, a healthy Porzingis for the whole series. I don't think the Mavs are still the favorites um, by any means, but I think that the series is a little more even this year. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm actually taking the Mavs in six. Oh. But... Uh, wow. Yep, I said it. I don't really think that's a hot take, though. But um, I'm taking the Mavs. Mm. I'll say this. But Ant seems to have a different idea. Go, Ant. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I just think, you know, I'm I'm not in the locker room, but I just feel like that man Paul George is angry. <laughs> and I don't really think there's going to be a lot of slowing down when it comes to the the, the stars of the Clippers. The only reason I give the Clippers the edge is because they are to the core, a defensive team. And I just, I've always noticed that within series, you know, when, you know, cause don't get me wrong. Dallas is a, a high scoring team, but within the series I've seen where teams have high games that win a game and then defensive teams just kind of prevail, especially with scoring options. So I kind of – I do believe the Clippers can pull this one. I don't think it's going to be an easy one. I think it's going to be six or seven. But I think that the Clippers are going to kind of get the the last step on it. Sorry, Andy. I just – to be you honest with you. No, no. Hey, uh, I think a seven-game series is exciting to watch as a Dallas fan. I'll I think say Dallas this. is going to pull it out. Go ahead. If, if uh, Luka averages in that series more than 30 points a game, Mavs win. This year. Okay. I can see that. See, also, too, is that the, uh, uh, I was thinking to myself, too, like the Clippers, to me, they're just, a, they're a better team this year than, even though they've lost players who are of note, to me, they just look better. They look, they look scarier than they did last year. Their chemistry looks a little bit better. Um, I think they're going to be a little, they're going to be, tougher now i don't think they're a finals caliber team yet and i think also for dallas i think dallas is on just the brink of being a very very good team i think they're literally just Mm -hmm. just a few a few playoff misses away a few playoff like you know playoffs away from being like okay this team is they have the background behind them they know what the playoffs is about and they also have their their franchise player 
and there's a few more pieces and they're just there. So I, I do I do think Dallas is but I don't think this is Dallas's year yet. I think this is a good year for experience. Yeah. I will say this. You you touched on the emotion playing into it, which with the series last year and you're playing back to back, such a high emotional series last year. And I think Paul George is definitely had bring it coming in. I think Dallas, especially being a young team, is a very emotional team. Um, and that can either work to their favor or disfavor this year. They play up to the level of their competition. Two of their losses this year were at Sacramento, which they shouldn't have lost. But Dallas also consistently wins against really good teams. Um, so I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see a driven Luka Doncic and what he's going to do on the court. But I do agree that if you look at the rest of the roster outside of the Stars, Clippers have a better roster than the Mavs. So that might be the Mavs' demise. All right, let's talk about the Heat, though. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yes. Miami, number six, going up against Milwaukee, number three. Um, so right off the bat, obviously it would have been nice, better to go up against either the the Knicks or the, the Hawks. Would have much preferred that <laughs> series. Um, but in true Heat culture fashion, I'm not scared of the Bucks either. I'm not... Oh. Um, well, they're a very good team and they've gotten better since last year's, uh, four, one series loss in the bubble. Um, I still, I just, I don't know. Miami just always wants it more and, uh, Milwaukee against like elite defensive teams has dropped, uh, the ball in the past. So. I still want to uh, go with that. Obviously, it's a little bit biased on my end, but um, no, <laughs> no way. But, but I think uh, Miami can still pull it out, and I think either way, whoever, whichever team wins, this is going six or seven games. Okay, I agree with that. I mean, to be honest with you, I think the Bucks now know how much you all want it. <laughs> yeah. So I think they're going to play to it. It's going to be a different Bucks team than what you've seen of the past year. They got out. They just got out hustled to me. Like it is mm, the way watching. I think the, they got out coached. I think a lot too is that they just got they got out hustled on a they lot got of different coached, plays. But, but that's fine. We differed opinion. <laughs> I'll take Eric Spoelstra yeah, over Mike Budenholzer every know. day. Spoelstra's a great coach. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying. That in a lot of situations, that, that with the skill level they had and just the tenacity that the that the Heat played with in a lot of ways, it's just they were going to win the game. <laughs> they, they were just going to win the game. They were going to play. They were going to play harder. Yeah. They're going to do everything it could to win that game. Just and I just you could not see that level yeah. of tenacity in the Bucks, even if they whatever the whatever play the coach called, they were going to make it work. And to me, that was just kind of like a uh, – I just – I don't think the Bucs are going to be that way in this way. And I think the Bucs are better. They're not just, oh, they just got a few pickups. No, they're better. And they're better equipped to deal with a, a, a playoff team now. So, I don't, I don't really know on this one. I'll probably still – yeah, I'll probably say the Bucs in six. But that's just how I feel, um, especially with Victor Aladipo not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, that changes a lot of things. I think if Victor was playing, I would put I'll put in the Heat's favor. But uh, because of that, I, I 
I'd probably say the Bucks. I do want to throw out my my hot take that Andy, I know you've definitely heard in last year, but just yeah. to throw it out there, uh, that I I mentioned it earlier, I think last season, uh, Mike Boonholzer got out coached by Eric Spolstra. I do not think that Mike Budenholzer is the coach that is going to take the Bucks to a championship. And I would have fired Budenholzer after last year's playoffs. Hmm. So, and I think if they lose, whether it's first or second round this year, I think he's fired. I can see that. I agree with that. And I think the reason behind it, and I think the, what is it? Uh, uh, Drew Holiday touched on is the Milwaukee's. Milwaukee Bucks roster this year looks great. I don't. That's not a knock on the Heat at all. I think the Heat are a good team. The Heat fight and they play good. But I mean, sheesh. We talked about how the Bucks had nothing to surround Giannis a few years ago. It was just like Giannis playing his heart out. But now you got Giannis, Drew Holiday, a Davinci that's been playing good. Middleton, PJ Tucker, Brooklyn. Like you're looking at this team and it's like, dang. Like if they didn't have Giannis, they'd probably still be a playoff team in the East. <laughs> So that's the thing with the coach, with the coach side of it. If you don't, if you lose in the first round with this roster, you should not, you should not be coaching in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so we're, we're starting to run out of time here. So we'll speed it up a little bit. Uh, and well, our two teams are me and Andy, our teams are guaranteed to be in the playoffs. So I guess we'll hypothetically say, Ant, you said you would rather face the Jazz. So if you got your preferred matchup with the Jazz, how does it go? What do you think? Oh, we'll win in six. Five to win six. in six? I give you five. Yeah. If you go up against the Jazz, it's it's Yeah, Lakers but I know how Vogel acts. Vogel works with this stuff. We lose we lose a game. Everyone goes crazy. It's all over ESPN, and then we close the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe at the very end they may pull out a win just in case. So it's the first it's the first series, and the reason I say six is because our stars aren't haven't been playing ball in a long time. So sure. there's going to be some there could be some hiccups there. Yeah, we've seen uh, some before we finish. Issues, so. I do want to say when it comes to the plan. Well, no, okay. it's time. We're going on to what's the problem? We're going into it. This is it? Right, cool. yep. what's Real the fast, super fast. Right. What's the problem? Playing tournament, me and Andy had a chance to talk about it, get our views out there. But fan, you either love it or you hate it. There's not really so, any in between. And, and the what thing is, is though, is that I can honestly say that I've always hated it. Only reason why is this. In this year, I think that it works out perfectly because the, the records are so close. They're just like – the records are so close to each other. Like – we had to wait to the final game to see where Portland was going to be. Um, it, so they're so close that a plan would, would be cool because any team could have played, could been in that same situation within the four teams, you know, a few losses off from each other, right? But to me, for it to be a permanent situation, I find like it would be kind of unfair because let's say I'm a, a team that just got kicked out of the six, but let's say the West – it's just doing amazing. We're they're doing amazing, and then it's a huge drop off from the next three teams behind me. I shouldn't have to fight for my spot because I'm clearly doing better than everyone else behind me. So it's like the the fact that you can get dropped off because of the playing rule 
that to me, I don't, I don't agree with. Now, if every game is super close, then I don't really have an issue with it as much because I know that every team is super close, which allows smaller market teams to be able to get in, which I understand that. But if I just feel like it's a bad, I think I don't agree with it as a permanent choice because mm-hmm. it's just so much. It's to me, it has a lot of gaping holes in it, especially if teams, if the like, if one conference is just doing amazing and the other isn't, like, yeah, I just feel like that's unfair. And uh, I think one of the reasons behind it, uh, but besides money, like I talked about last week, they need to recoup some of their losses from the pandemic and everything. So money is a reason for playing more games. But I think the secondary reason is to kind of drum up that excitement of, you know, your team may be a 10th seed, but guess what? They still got a chance to do something. Um, I think it it's kind of a, a look at or a, a playoff of uh, adaptation, rather, of soccer. So I, I watch a lot of soccer, and not only do they have their – within their league, do they have uh, league games – during the season, they also have a tournament uh, of all those teams and teams from even lower divisions than than the first division. Uh, so uh, that kind of drums up the excitement of, oh, my team can still like, yeah, we're probably not going to win the league. We're, we're not with the likes of these other teams, but we have a chance to win because it's, it's one game. We've got a chance to win one game against this big team and possibly get a, a big trophy at the end of the season. So I think it's something yeah. similar to that drum up more excitement. Um, I will say my improvement that I would make to it that I think would be a little bit better is not have the, like, take it, take the seventh seed out of it. Let the seventh seed stay seven. Like they earned that and it just make it the eight seed, make the nine and 10 seed play against each other. And they have to put the winner of that team plays against the eight seed and winner of that takes eight seed. I can see that. that I think that, that would that be a little sense better. Because even, yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, the, the seventh seed, sixth, the seventh is still, I don't know, that's kind of high to me uh, yeah. to, to, to have so many wins. And then let's say some tenth seed is a lot behind exactly. you and he gets to take your spot. That's just... Or it's a tenth seed that's <laughs> been like the Warriors and they've been – without injuries forever and then all of a sudden they got a clay thompson back or something like that and they're right. you know the clear favorite stuff like that andy do you have any closing thoughts on it before we go no no i agree we talked about it last week take the seventh seed out of there do whatever you want with nine and ten heck it's going 11 i don't care get the seventh, get the seventh seed in the playoffs yeah let the seventh seed relax for a little bit exactly well we thank you for listening to this edition of the corner three. Um, if you really enjoyed this episode, please give us uh, a follow subscription on your, uh, where you listen to our uh, podcast and share us with a friend. We would appreciate it. Uh, so until next time, this has been the corner three.